<laughs> What's going on, folks? Everyone from uh, the Netherlands to Australia, back to America. Uh, it's your host for today. Yeah, can't forget that country either. What Joel just said. Um, welcome back today. We've got a great episode um, ready for you guys. Nice and cooked up. We've got the the uh, the Frankings episode. I know everyone's uh, everyone's been excited for it. Uh, we've got everyone in the building except for Burjo. It's his birthday. Apparently, on your birthday, you can't do a pod. I don't know. Uh, anyway, how's it going, everyone? What's going on, Amos? How are we? How are we? Yeah, um, yeah, I'll jump in before Frank. Uh, he's been really relegated this podcast. Um, about time. Yeah, no, we're good. We're good, Charlie. Uh, you got the Jamar Chase jersey on, don't you? Look at you. Yes, I do. I do. That's the that's the one. That's that's Uno. Just a uh, shout out, Berger. A uh, happy birthday. Um, yeah. you know, we all love you here at that. the FB Addicts. Yeah, um, you're a valued member of the squad and um you know we couldn't do it without you we love you so much but uh frank how many points you score and how you going yeah so on sunday uh dropped seven points in a loss we lost by 14 wasn't good i think i went uh oh for eight from the three point line um wasn't pretty so i uh, you could say i was a difference in the game and not in a good way but uh, other than that i'm doing well it's good to be back on here um i just want to say I don't know if we'll ever hand back the duty of bringing the podcast intro in back to Charlam, but still, great job, buddy. Really impressed. Um, you'll get. I wanted to give it a go. Don't worry. Wanted to give it a go, man. I'm I sure everyone loved it. Yeah. yeah, it brought some energy, you know. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't uh, wasn't well organized, but uh, I thought I had some energy. He had rehearsed his, uh, you know, nah. bathroom mirror before. He just went- nah, definitely didn't. But next time, he's going to bounce back bigger and stronger. It's That's what it's about, practice, you know? Uh, I'm not Al- Alan Iverson, all right? But, um, anyway. Listeners, make sure you follow the pod on Instagram at Charlene. You might have to help me out here. NFL Fantasy Addict. And yeah, the FB Addicts. At Twitter, at Yeti yeah, Addicts. Okay, just on the, uh, just on the Twitters. Yeah, Frank, bring us in. It's it's uh, it's your podcast. This is your time, Frank. Yep. What the people have been waiting for. Yeah, well, long someone's, awaited. Someone's got to uh, keep you guys organised and on track. Um, we'll start off with a bit of news. The beauty of doing these pods more regularly and being organised is there isn't a massive news segment we have to do. So just recently, they've had we've had the Seahawks have discussed that they want to make a go and um, try and trade for Jimmy G. We'll see if that um, you know comes to the forefront and whether that happens or not. All just rumours at the moment. And then we also have Dalton Schultz. Um, no deals imminent for him on his extension. Um, we'll guess what we'll wait and see whether he's going to play on the franchise tag or whether he's going to sit out. I think um, it doesn't seem like he's going to sit out. I mean, I don't know, I feel like you never see tight ends do that. So I don't know. We'll wait to see if he's going to be on the uh, practice field as we get a bit closer to the preseason as well. Um, we did have some bigger news um, during this week. Um, may not have been across all of the uh, fantasy football news alerts, but if you were paying attention on Twitter, if you were paying attention on Instagram, you definitely would have seen some news coming out of the New York Jets. I'm going to shoot this over to Joel. I know he's the biggest fan of a certain quarterback in the New York area. I'm just going to leave it to you, buddy. Gee, which one? Because, God, I love me some New York quarterbacks, both superstars. But, of course, we're talking about Zach Wilson and... Boy, talk about the drama. So we get in Zach Wilson's former, emphasis, former 
girlfriend now seeing Zach Wilson's former college receiver. Now, she got accused of being a homie hopper and she responds (laughs) by letting the world know Zach Wilson was having relations with his mum's best friend. Zach Wilson. No, no, his best friend's mum. You got it wrong. You had one job. It was his best friend's (laughs) mum. It's the same guy that's now dating his ex-girlfriend, Joel. It's even better. What did I say? Because that's what I was meant to say. I was fired up to let the world know. (laughs) Zach Wilson sleeping with his best, well, no, with his mum's best Best friend. friend. He's just sleeping with everyone, Frank. He's the man. How can you not? We're talking about quarterbacks today, and man, has he moved. He was already high in my rankings, but I've moved him up. He is, he's just got the dog. Imagine doing that. Like, Charlene, would you ever do that? Oh, no, I'm not that, I'm not that cool. You're man. just not I that guy. Exactly. Not that guy. Not like that. Is the man. The motherfucking man. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know. The mofo. Oh, man. <laughs> Literally. I don't, I don't know how to continue um, from that. How about we uh, bring the pod back to a bit of normality and let's get stuck into our frankings, okay? So what we're going to do in these shows here, we're going to start off with quarterbacks here today. Um, I'm going to be mentioning basically my top 20 quarterbacks and then we're going to go through the top 20 quarterbacks we have from the rest of the team here at the Fantasy Addicts podcast. So what we want to see is basically the point of difference between our consensus rankings and the frankings, right? You're going to see who the guys that I'm high on. Obviously, I'm the uh, brains of the operation here at the podcast. You want to be paying attention to my rankings more than the other scrubs that you listen to on here, all right? So I think what we're going to do is we're just going to go through one by one. We're going to start at one, work our way all the way through to 20, and then we're just going to notice where we have a difference, all right? that makes sense, guys? We're all happy with that. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, you know. You know how it goes. Just want just to let the listeners at home know, uh, we don't agree with Frank a lot, and that's pretty much the point of this this whole episode, is uh, he likes to have his own takes on things, uh, kind of like <clears throat> Jalen Hurts. Um, and that's why uh, we've got our own, and he's got his own, because he does whatever he wants to do over there. This, uh, is Frank's, this is Frank's podcast. Let's not forget, he's the yeah. founder of the founder of the organization. Um, so we do pay him some respect. We just, you know, sometimes he gets it a bit wrong, and we're just here to <laughs> bring him back into line. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Someone has to. Yeah, that's right. That's all right, guys. I'm not. I'm nothing without you guys. So let's start off with the quarterback one. Um, believe it or not, we're actually in agreement here. We've got Josh Allen. Um, I think that shouldn't come as much as a surprise. Um. I think the majority of the community has Josh Allen as the consensus quarterback one. Obviously, I feel like there's a group of, you know, four or five quarterbacks that are very, very similar. But Josh Allen at one, that's who I've got there. Did anyone else have anything different to that? Because I know that he's Um, a consensus one, but it's possible that some of us had him in a different slot. Yeah, well, the consensus team, so me and Burjo were with you, Frank. We are with Josh Allen. And uh, Joel and Charlie had Herbert, but I decided all ties. So my ranking went first. But uh, Joel, Charlie, make the case for Jay Herbert at number one, please. You want me to go? I think I should go first because you'll probably 
have okay. your own because that's yeah, your, yeah. your guy. I, like um, I just yeah, that's your that's your number one. Um, just just as as safe as Josh Allen can get. Uh, I just went for the upside. I believe that this is Herbo's year. I think he can win the MVP in the NFL. Not only that, the the divisions are so different between both of those quarterbacks. Like Herbo has to pretty much play out of his mind pretty much every game if he wants to just make the playoffs. Uh, so that's a huge thing. And the teams in his division, they're not gonna it's not gonna be a defensive slugfest when they all verse each other. Um, they're all gonna be dropping 25 plus points, which just means more points f- for Herbert. Doesn't doesn't matter if it's yards or touchdowns. So that's the only reason why I got him. It's it's by the slightest margin. Um, but whoever you go with out of the two, uh, you can't go wrong in my opinion. But uh what what's your thoughts, Joe? Yeah, like it's not like we have Josh Allen. He's like one A, one B kind of thing yeah, here. Yeah. But um, yeah, that was the difference for me, Shelly. I'm glad he hit on it. Was the divisions? Um, you know, we got a division with Derek Carr being the worst quarterback. Um, Patrick Mahomes. What? Derek Carr is the worst quarterback. Why are you going to take a shot at Derek Carr? <laughs> well, you think he's better than Russell Wilson or Pat Mahomes? No, but he's dude. good. Why are you going to shit on him all the time? I don't have to shit on him. It's just the Raiders aren't the Raiders aren't that good. But you know they're better than the Jets and whoever else is it's in my, that other division. It's my dynasty quarterback. Okay, well, anyway, stand up for him. Good on you. Be a hero. But um, you know Herbert. What what was this? His third year. He'll be breaking out second year with that offense. Staley loves going for shit on fourth down, two-point conversions. They aren't kicking field goals. Um, warm weather, that's got to play a part. I know we probably lose a bit with the rushing. but Yeah, like- see, that's, that's for me. Frank, was that why you had Allen at one? Because I just, the rushing for me. Yeah, so I had it with the rushing. So not only does Josh Allen obviously have a bit more athleticism when it comes to running on the ground than Justin Herbert does, but the Buffalo, Bills have also, the Buffalo Bills have also shown that they either throw the ball out of their minds at, at the goal line in the red zone more than basically any other team in the NFL, or it's Josh Allen running the ball. We rarely see their running backs being used inside the, you know, inside the red zone, like consistently rushing the ball. And I think the addition of James Cook isn't going to change that. I think he's more of a pass catching back. So that they, they haven't, they didn't bring in a bruiser. They didn't bring in someone like Brees Hall. They didn't bring in someone like Zimir White. They brought in a, you know, a pass catching running back. So I don't think that philosophy in the red zone is going to change. What about Brian Dayball? <clears throat> Ooh. Yeah, I do like Brian Dayball. Why do you think I, why do you think I went and got Saquon Barkley? It just, just doesn't concern you, you know, losing him. If you're a Josh Allen, you know, guy. Yeah, I think they're just going to continue on with a similar system. Yeah, no. I wouldn't imagine they're going to bring in an offensive coordinator that changes all that. I don't know what the yeah, hiring put a bet on. I, I just wanted to sound smart. Promotion. Put a bet on the board, you two. I don't Do want it. to be split. I don't want to be splitting hairs and putting money on whether Josh Allen or Justin Herbert are going to be one or two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we just move on. <laughs> I want what a Joe Shiesty bet with someone. <laughs> I'll do that. I want some action. I want some action. We'll wait for that. We'll wait for that, though. All righty. How about we move on to quarterback three? This is going to be our first point of difference, and this probably doesn't come as a shock to you guys, but I personally have Kyler Murray at number three. You guys have Patrick Mahomes at number three. I can't knock the selection of Pat Mahomes. We know how good he is. We've done it before. Um, But I just think with Pat Mahomes losing Tyreek Hill, they didn't really replace that kind of weapon that he is. 
with anyone outside of Juju Smith-Schuster, Marquez Valdez-Scantling. They're not nearly the same caliber player that Tyreek Hill is. So I think he's going to lose, you know, a few of those really efficient deep shots that he's going to get where you see Tyreek Hill go for, you know, 200 yards and two touchdowns on like four catches. I don't think that kind of thing is going to happen, although Pat Mahomes is still going to put up mammoth numbers. We didn't see a drastic drop between his points per game with and without Tyreek Hill. So I think he's still going to be elite. I just have Kyler Murray there, as you know, what you're going to get out of him, you know, you're going to get the, you know, plenty of deep shots he's going to be taking to DeAndre Hopkins when he gets back. You've also got the addition of Hollywood Brown, Zach Ertz re-signed. His weapons are all still going to be there, and he's obviously got that rushing upside. Um, I believe last year his rushing touchdown numbers were down. You could see that number climb back up to something that we're used to for Kyler Murray as well. That's how I've done it. I've also got Pat Mahomes at four. So, again, we are just splitting hairs with these top guys here. Um. Charlie and Joel, do you want to – so we had Pat Mahomes and Lamar Jackson both on 15, um, just the way I scored it. Do you want? Do we want to put Pat Mahomes three or Lamar three? Like what do we want to do as a, as a unit? Mm, I would I, – I've got Lamar at three, so I would, I would have Lamar there. All right, well, I've got Lamar ahead of Mahomes. All right, let's do it. I'm, I'm big on Lamar. So we'll have – we'll take – Lamar, Mahomes, then Kyler, Frank. How did you have it again? Sorry. Yeah, so I currently have Kyler, then Pat Mahomes. That was three and four. At five, I have another player before I have Lamar Jackson at, okay. at number six. So not as high on Lamar Jackson as you guys are, but I'm going to let you guys make the case. And then when I get down to number six at Lamar, I'll make my case why I added slightly lower. Well, it's, it's just the rushing for me. Man's going to, he's just, he's just the man. And, um, yeah, there's there's really no reason for him to stop running and stop being good. I just think I'm just in on Lamar. There's nothing I really have to say. Um, he's just a man. Had a bit of a down year last year, but like that was injury related. Um, I think the offense kind of went went more pass heavy, which I mean, in theory, yes, it should suit a quarterback. But with this Ravens offense, like. They and like Lamar Jackson at quarterback, they need to just run the ball. Like, if they just run the absolute shit out of the ball all game long, they're going to um, just grind down teams, and that's how they're going to win games. And a big part of that is Lamar Jackson. And like, I know we talked about on the uh, Monster Mock episode where uh, the Ravens running backs aren't necessarily healthy, but um. You know, it, that means Lamar Jackson is going to have to take a larger share of that rushing role. And like NFL, like last year, team um, plays per game. Baltimore, very high on that. Number one in the NFL. Um, you know, we get more plays out of Baltimore. They, um, yeah, we get more points out of their, that offense. And um, I know the receivers aren't necessarily strong, but we're not going to get there through the passing game with Lamar Jackson. We're going to get there through the rushing yards, rushing touchdowns. And I think Baltimore um, are going to be a much improved team this year. He's never had receivers though. Like, Yeah. Well, that's true. He doesn't have to have receivers. I don't think I, um, I, my case for Lamar is he's going to go back to like, they're going to go back to what they do best and run the ball. Even with, if your argument's going to be like, oh, they're going to get their running backs back, that's going to limit his rushing. It's not. It's going to open it even more. Because if they're, go- if they're going, like, if the two running backs are having great games, just opens it up for Lamar. But for me, the like, I didn't, I had never seen Lamar 
um, pass as well as he did last year. And that really opened my eyes to see, like, he can, if he wanted to, he can throw for 200 a game. Like, if his team needs to, he can, which is something I didn't think he was capable of. Um, and then you add that on top of, like, I understand he loses Hollywood, but yeah, uh, he's never had a huge like receiver core that's been amazing um he's got mark andrews and he's got bateman there still i i think that's all he needs um and so if he's going to go back to like last year he had he hardly had any any games well let's say 50 percent of his games are just just quickly looking at it he ran the ball more than 10 times like but the year before that pretty much like 75 percent of his games he he ran the ball he attempted more than 10, 10 rushing – he had more than 10 rushing attempts. So I think they're going to go back to that. It's what they do best. It's uh, They're, yeah, they're going to be – They win when games. he does that. Exactly. So – and that's why I think um, it, it's – he's going to be top three again. He hasn't been back there for a while. Uh, I just think it's his year. And I saw a picture of him, which just – it just makes it even better. Have you, have you guys seen that picture just come out? He's jacked or something. He's oh, looking. man, he's jacked. He's looking thick. Um, but yeah, uh, and just to go onto the Kyler Murray ranking by Frank, um, I, 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 I do, I love Kyler. I think he scores a lot of points, but, um, I, I think his ceiling's capped. Like I understand he's, he just got more weapons and he just added more weapons, but the, I, I don't see him being higher than, than Mahomes or Lamar, especially Lamar this year. I'm very high on Lamar. Um, uh, but yeah. Yeah, I think my reasoning for having Lamar slightly lower and at number six, the difference between number six and what do we agree on, number three or number four, and these quarterback <laughs> points per game-wise, it's really quite a small amount. However, I've got him slightly lower purely because I think when we saw Lamar Jackson as the quarterback one in 2019 when he was league MVP, we've got to remember that he threw for 36 touchdowns with only six interceptions. And obviously, along with that, he had 1,200 rushing yards, seven touchdowns. I think we can count on him having a 1,000 yards and, you know, five-plus touchdowns when he's healthy. So last year, and then he had 767 yards, two touchdowns. We know that he struggled with um, his health in 2021, ended up missing five games. So I think that if that rushing number stays consistent, do we actually think that Lamar Jackson is going to throw for 36 touchdowns again to put himself into that elite tier of fantasy quarterback? Because I just don't think that can happen with only Mark Andrews and Rashad Bateman. Now, it's possible other options in the receiving game present themselves. But I think something that's more realistic is what he did in 2020, where he threw for 26 touchdowns, nine interceptions. And then he also had, he missed a couple games and he missed a game in 2020 where he finished as the quarterback 10. I think he'd be slightly better than that. I think he's a better passer than he was in that 2020 year. So we could see him, I think we could see him crack 3,000 passing yards. I think that is almost certain he plays all those games. And that's going to put him somewhere between, you know, quarterback four, and quarterback six. So I've probably got him in the lower end of quarterback six. That's all. Another sneaky, like, strong division, though, uh, Division though, like um, the Bengals going to be, like, a good team. The Browns, um, you know, pending Deshaun Watson. Uh, could be so they're going to be awful. What? So they're going to be awful with Jacoby Brissett, is what you're saying. It's going to be a beat down. I have rumors have it Deshaun Watson may be getting off <laughs> just from Joel. But... You can't just talk it into existence. It doesn't work like that. Complete speculation. I really. can try. Um, and you can give it his best shot. 
Yeah, shut up. And um, who else they got in that division? The um, Steelers. Yeah, they just got an upgrade on Big Ben, the friggin' ghost of Big Ben. Like, I know they want to also run the shit out of the ball, but, you know, can't be any worse with uh, a new quarterback, especially my boy Troobes. Uh, big upgrade coming in there. So, um, you know, that could help. Um, but, yeah, we, we're really nitpicking. We yeah, really it's... all love these players. Um, I don't like Pat Mahomes at the end of the second round, though. Um, we'll land on that as a podcast, I think. Uh, he just, just loses Tyreek Hill, and, yeah, I really don't need to touch on that. But, um, Frank, bet me. <laughs> Kyla versus Lamar. Put it on the board, or are you you're still running away? Oh, that's tough. Yeah, you're splitting hairs. I'll put it on the board because I want to back me, boy. So put it on the board. All right. How much? 20? Yeah, 20. All right. Sounds good. Um, Frank, Buckos. I guess it's it's your turn Write to, it down. to rant about your favorite player. I think that's what we've come to. So uh, the floor yeah, is yours. So this is going to be my number five quarterback. Um, a guy you guys have heard me harp on the show time and time again. It's Jalen Hurts. Um, the case is simple. We saw him finish as, I believe he was the quarterback four or five points per game. And now they've just added AJ Brown. They've also got Devonta Smithson a year better. They've also re-signed and, you know, kept Dallas Goddard after he had a really good year. Um, the offense is basically built around him to succeed now. They've, you know, they've added also Zach Pascal as well. They had another receiver. They don't have Quez Watkins operating as their number two. Um, they've shown the front office has shown tremendous faith. They, you know, didn't decide to draft a quarterback this year. Obviously, they didn't like any of the prospects. But I think everything's set up for Jalen Hurst to have a tremendous year. And all he needs to do is repeat what he did, and he's going to finish as a top five quarterback. So I don't think it's unreasonable for me to have him at number five. I know you guys have him at number six. As much as you guys want to hate on me for my Jalen Hurst takes, we're really not far apart there. Yeah, but that's only because yeah, yeah. of Burjo. No, but we're with you with uh, redraft. I think we're just not with you in dynasty. Is that right? Yeah, I, I got hurt to eight. I don't know how he got. I've so I've hurt at eight too. I have Wilson and Prescott ahead of him. Whoa, that's a, that's a bet. Do it. Yeah, he wants that. In Wilson and Prescott. Give me Jalen Hurts all day. I don't yeah. have Wilson. What's the setting? It's four point passing touchdown, mate. The standard, the reg. That's a shit setting. Uh, I'll take <laughs> Russell Wilson. I'll take Russell Wilson. Oh, that's scary though. I like Rusty. I don't want to bet against my boy. Ooh. Do you want? To, you I've want already to taken on one bet this podcast. Right, leave me alone. I've had just let me that let that one sit in. All right, just the one who said. Yeah, I'm in on Jalen Hurts. I just um, do you remember he's not very good. Yeah, it's just don't watch him play. Like, that's the only thing I'll say. Um, 100%. But, yeah, they, uh, do you think the Eagles will pass it more, Frank? Because they were really low in um, pass rate. Well, they tried to pass it, and they were bad. So that's the only query. But they, he's gonna run. No, but they didn't throw the ball much. Like, they only, like, why would they throw the ball when they just had Devonta Smith? He was probably seeing double coverage on every second play because they had no one on the outside that could compete and demand attention. Now they've got one of the best receivers in the NFL. And even if you don't, you know, think Jalen Hurts is all that accurate, um, thankfully enough, A.J. Brown, you just got to put it in the area and he's going to come down with it. He's going to beat most corners one-on-one. So if you've got Devonta Smith being able to get separation on the other side of the field, you're then able to get A.J. Brown on one-on-one situations. So I think that this offense is really going to work well, personally. We'll wait and see how it turns out, but that's how I... 
you know, envision this season panning out? I mean, it's good because we get to find out if Jalen Hurts is, you know, bad or whether he's, yeah. you know, competent. That's the only thing, you know. That's, that's, I'm excited that's part about the AJ. Yeah, I, I am too. Like, I'm looking for if, if if Jalen Hurts is good, like, you know, good on him. Like, go be good. Get paid. Be a quarterback one for the next, you know. Go get that contract. Um, but if he sucks, like, I my AJ Brown, Devontae Smith shares, like, give me a quarterback upgrade. Like, someone that can actually maintain a good offense full of good players. We were just disappointed in the ranking, Frank. Like, we wanted you to have him at QB two or three. And it was real soft by you. But yeah, anyway. like, you, where did he, where the rankings? Like, ranking name at five. So yeah, right? yeah. You could have had him above Mahomes and Kyler. Like, grow up. Yeah, grow a pair. Mahomes just yeah, lost him. My bad, yeah. My bad, you know, betting against some of the best, more, most proven quarterbacks in the NFL. But anyway, let's go move on to quarterback number seven. So as we discussed, I had Lamar Jackson at six. My quarterback seven is now a guy we mentioned just before, and that's Dak Prescott. Um, obviously, he's lost Amari Cooper in this offseason. I don't think, personally, it's going to matter that much. I don't. I think Amari Cooper's good. I don't think he's that much of a difference maker if we're talking about Dak Prescott's fantasy output. I think he's just going to spread the ball around. He's going to get Dalton Schultz involved. He's going to get C.D. Lamb heavily, heavily involved. I think C.D. Lamb, it could be a dark horse wide receiver one for this season. And then also they've added... Um, Another rookie, they added uh, Tolbert as well in the draft. And then they've also got Michael Gallup coming back. Wait and see when he'll be back on the field. But I think the weapon's going to be good enough. He throws the ball to Tony Pollard. He throws the ball to Ezekiel Elliott. Um, this Cowboys offense isn't going to miss a beat. Dak Prescott, quarterback seven. Um, in the consensus, we have him slightly lower at the quarterback nine. A couple of guys ahead of Dak here. So I'm quite high on Dak. I think, um, you know, he's a really safe pick. If you're taking him, you know, around that QB eight in your draft. You're not going to, I don't see him falling out of the top 10. Yeah. Well, Dallas, you know, first, uh, first, second in passing yards per game and second in plays per game last year. They love to throw it. Um, their offense is just clicking on all cylinders. Dak's probably one of my favorite players to draft. If you can get him in the seventh round, seventh, eighth round, um, it's a smash spot for me. But Charlene had uh, Joe Burrow really high, which pushed Burrow above Dak. I, didn't really love that, but um, yeah, so we had Tom Brady at seven, Joe Burrow at eight, and Dak at nine. All right, yeah, I'll jump in here just to um, talk about uh, Joe Joe Shiesty for a little bit. Um, I do have him over uh, uh, like the highest here. Um, I'm not like Frank. I actually put my money where my mouth is when I like my players. Now, um, reason I have Joe so high is just because of the O-line that he just, um, they just completely uh, like revamped the O-line. Um, and then not only that, he's, this is going to be his first season completely healthy back from the, from the, from the ACL tear. Um, he's got weapons everywhere. There's not one place he doesn't have a weapon. Um, I just the the upside on this man is insane, and he also just lost the Super Bowl. Like he's angry. Oh, you don't want him when he's angry. All right, mad. it's not he's good. Mad. He's mad. He's he's gonna he's he's. Oh, I'm so excited to see this team. Um, they they were like they were like bottom bottom half of the league in in pace. Uh, like in, in plays per game, um, they, they're going to up that 100%. Like 
even though Joe Mixon is there, and you know, you could probably are, oh, you know, O line's much better. They're they're gonna hand the ball off. I I think it's the opposite. I think Joe, um, like Mixon's still gonna be good, but I don't think I don't think there's much more improvement for how much points per game that Joe gets. I think if anything, he's gonna score more touchdowns because Joe's gonna pass him the ball. Um, so. You got Jamar going in the second year. T. Higgins is fully healthy. Tyler Boyd's still there. O line is. Oh, I I can't wait to see how good this O line is going to be. And it's just scary. It's just scary to think of what what how many points this man could put up. Like I, uh, people see like you know Justin and they say how he can throw fifty touchdowns, but I just don't think it's out of the the realm of possibility that this man leads the league in touchdowns or or passing yards. Uh, because it's definitely it's definitely uh. I think I think the only thing that's holding him back is the plays that gets called and how many plays they, you know, actually go with throughout the game. Because I don't, I don't, I'm not the biggest fan of the head coach, but uh, like that's the only thing. Like, um, doesn't uh, really I see, he doesn't move, man. He doesn't he doesn't run? Does that does that concern you or not really? Joe. Yeah. No, that's why I think he's. That's why I'm putting him so high because he's gonna run again. Like he's, the reason he didn't run is because they, oh. they had to, um, they had to, you know, keep him in the pocket as much as as they could to get him back to full health. Now that he, you know, he's back, he's, he's, he's not gonna run heaps. You know, he's not Josh Allen or anything. But uh, I, I definitely think he's he's gonna run the ball a lot more. Um, like if you saw in his rookie season compared to last season, um. There's 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 a huge difference in how how much running rush attempts he had, and I, I don't even know if he had a rushing touchdown. Um, I have to double check that. But um, so you're hitting so, the overs on Joe Burrow rushing props. Oh, Smash. definitely, definitely. So yeah. Frank, you go first. Um, yeah, who do you want yeah. versus Joe Burrow? I've got a couple of names. That yeah, I'll yeah, take look, Joe yeah. What do we want? Yeah, uh, so if I had, had to pick a couple guys, I'll I've take Dak. I've got two guys that I have ranked ahead of Joe Burrow. So a bit of a spoilers here. And I've got Joe Burrow slightly lower than what Charlene does. What number did you have him at, Shal? Five. You had him at five. Consensus, we had him at quarterback eight. I have personally have him at quarterback 10. I've got him behind two veteran quarterbacks in Russell Wilson and Matthew Stafford. Um, I understand the upside of Joe Burrow, and it's 100% there. And I pretty much agree with everything you said, Charlene. But I've, if I'm going to my drafts, I'm obviously looking for a little bit of safety. If these these quarterbacks are basically mid round quarterbacks, you're going to get these guys in like the sixth, seventh, fifth round, something around there. And I think that if you can get someone that's proven and done it before many times, like Russell Wilson, like Russell Wilson's finishes the quarterback eight after his first year, he finishes quarterback eleven. So right after that, his second year, he finishes eight. Third year was three. Then he finishes three, nine, one nine, three, and six. Um, obviously, what happened in Seattle last year, I think we can make that a throwaway season where he finishes a quarterback 16, missed three games. Personally, I think he's going to be back to what he was previously, and he's going to be you know, a top nine, top eight quarterback at a minimum, and he's obviously got that quarterback one overall upside. So I think Russell Wilson, someone I would take over Joe Burrow, and then Matthew Stafford in this new offense um, in Los Angeles, where he's been with Sean McVay for one season. He finishes the quarterback five. They went and added Allen Robinson and booted off washed, washed Odell Beckham Jr. So I think Bet that Bet you know, Matt Stafford's going to finish Bet inside Bet the top Burrow. 10. Bet me. Yeah. Super Bet me Bowl Stafford. 2.0. Yeah, exactly. Bet me Stafford. 
So Matty Stafford is someone I'd also have ahead of him. So it's it's hard. You're splitting hairs here, but I think <laughs> you're getting a little bit insulated safety with Matty Stafford and uh, Russell Wilson personally. So Frank, just recapping. So you had uh, six Lamar, seven Dak, then who was eight, nine, and ten? Sorry. Yep. So at eight, I had Russell Wilson. Nine, I had Matthew Stafford. And ten, I had Joe Burrow. So just to yes. recap the consensus as well. Consensus Where? had... Joe Burrow at eight, Dak Prescott at nine, and Russ at 10. Someone that the consensus ranks have at number seven, who I've actually got at number 11, is the next guy up on our list. And that is uh, none none other than the GOAT, the GOAT Tom Brady. So it's uh, could seem a little bit disrespectful to have him outside the top 10. Um, I'm going to leave that over to you guys. You can rip into me for not having him inside the top 10. I feel like we've just got too many good quarterbacks. You've got quarterbacks that have got rushing upside. And someone like Tom Brady just falls out. But, again, would not shock me if he finishes well inside that top 10. So a bit of a risky place for me to have him there at 11. Um, Make the case. Well, our consensus had the top 10 and it was pretty clear a top 10 and there was a real like tear gap yeah. uh, after that. Um, so like going forward, we had Tom Brady at seven. Um, then we had Joe Burrow at eight, which was boosted up by Charlene's aggressive ranking. Uh, then we had Dak Prescott at nine and Russell Wilson at 10. And then we had a long, like those, those were pretty much all ranked inside our top 10 before we had the next quarterback after that. But um, yeah, Tom Brady, like Frank, what's the hate on big Tom? Yeah. Like, I don't think we need to make a case here. Like, you know, have you seen him play for Tampa like Bay? Years, yeah. They've passed the ball a lot. They have Mike Evans. He's going to get Chris Godwin halfway back through the season. Russell Gage, um, you know, and that's not even the weapon. It's just it's Big Tom. Like he's the and man. He like he's look he looks better until he <laughs> until he looks bad. I'm just in on Tom Brady. That's basically it. Why why are you out? Yeah, really why are you out? I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say that I'm out on Tom Brady. And I think this is an indication of how spoilt we are in the NFL right now with some of these elite quarterbacks. Um, the only thing is with Tom Brady, if I'm trying to separate these guys that are all very good, like you mentioned, you've got Chris Godwin who's out for going to be what looking what's looking like, you know, five to six weeks to start the season. So he's, you know, basically that 1A, 1B with um, Mike Evans. And then we've also got obviously Russell Gage going to take over a little bit of that role, but I don't think he's going to do it with as much efficiency or as potent as what Chris Godwin does. You had, you know, Tom Brady's best friend and Rob Gronkowski. He's retired. He's not coming back. You've lost OJ Howard. He's now gone to the Bills. You've then also got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers spending, you know, what was a third round pick on a running back as well. So I think obviously that, you know, um, White is more of a pass catching back, but I think they're going to involve him in the running game as well. They gave... Leonard Fournette, that nice extension to keep him there. And basically, you know, use the running game as well as using Tom Brady. I don't think they're going to want to sit, let Tom Brady sit back there and throw the ball 40-plus times a game. Obviously, Tom plays by his own rules, and I think that he could just sit back and do whatever the hell he wants. But yeah, I, I think, think I that think investment in the running back position, you saw some of the best targets that um, Tom Brady's had now leaving the offense with Godwin for the first six weeks and now Gronkowski in, um, retired. So I think it's possible that we just see Tom Brady's numbers digress and get a little bit smaller, but I still think he's going to be quite elite and could finish inside the top 10. Again, I'm splitting hairs here, guys. 
All right. There's no need no, for you to come for me. I'm not hating on the goat. I don't think he's washed. I think he's elite. Um, but yeah, I, I've got to make tough decisions here. This is what happens when you do the frankings. That's fair enough. I, I respect it. Um, but I mean, Tom Brady, oh, he's, he just, he loves a touchdown. Well, I can, I can, I can understand your argument for like the guys that you do have. I just don't get the map. Stafford one. Yeah, the Matt Stafford yeah, one no, seems aggressive. I don't, I don't get that one. That's all, That's it. They're like, if you're going to have him out of your top 10, I think that it needs to be someone other than Matt Stafford. Aaron Rodgers, maybe. Know. I'll call maybe. Yeah, I guess if you're really high on Trey Lance, but like, I can't see, like, they're both the same. If you're going to talk about like, no rushing upside and how much they might not pass the ball this year. Like, um, I get Stafford got, like, you know, doesn't he's got Alan Robertson and you'd hope he's got him for the full year, whereas and they had Woodsy for what half half a season. But we don't even know if Alan Robertson is like I'm not gonna say he's not good anymore, but we, you don't know. You've got no idea. So Cooper Cup also ain't gonna be the white Randy Moss. Sorry to, you know, yeah. burst people's bubbles on Cooper Cup, but you know, it's not gonna I think happen. I, I think he's gonna be close. I think he's gonna, you know, you take like 300 yards away from him last year he's still wide receiver one so like I think he's still going to be up there so he's got Cooper and uh, he's you know he's going to pass him the ball a million times but I don't know I just think that uh, it's, it's Tom like it's Tom is definitely I can't I can't I don't that's the part where you lose me yeah, well, I guess we'll wait and see. I just, you know, you see Matthew Stafford as a quarterback five last year. Um, if anything, his weapons have gotten better. You've got Cam Akers going to be healthy for the whole season. He's shown that he can be, you know, used in the passing game as well. Yeah, Alan Robinson added. But I think, yeah, Tom Brady's just lo- he's lost targets where uh, Matthew Stafford's gained, you know, better targets. So I think that you just almost have to swap the two. Tom Brady could throw to you and be good. <laughs> he probably yeah. could, honestly. But, you know, I get wide open. I get heaps of separation at the line of screaming. <laughs> anyway, what we are going to do is we're going to move on to number 11 in our consensus ranks is none other than the reigning MVP, Aaron Rodgers. Um, obviously, Aaron Rodgers, tremendous quarterback, tremendous fantasy quarterback. He's lower in all of our rankings than what he possibly would have been last year as well. I think that's just because he's lost his number one weapon in Devontae Adams and they've replaced him with a second round rookie and basically nothing else. So I think it's, um, you know, it's important to drop Aaron Rodgers down your rankings. I think that he's still going to get Aaron Jones heavily involved in the passing game. Same with AJ Dillon. Um, He may not be, you know, where he finishes may not be as low as quarterback 12, but I don't think he has that quarterback one upside he has in recent years. That's why he's lower down in our rankings I think we all agree on that. I've got him at 12. You guys have him at 11. Is that sort of your thinking as well, team? Yeah. um, Yeah. I think they'll just lean on the run more. He might still throw a lot of touchdowns, but um, I just don't think the yards, the attempts will be there. You guys want a a little um, little, uh, quick, what is it? A little, uh, what's it called? Fact, like a fact for the day, I guess. Fact? Oh, this will be good. Yeah. Aaron Rodgers. When he has played a full season, so 15, 15 games or more, he has never finished lower than QB9. Well, no need to shit on our ranking, Charlene. No, no, I'm, I, I, don't, I, I don't even you have... You had him there as well. Yeah, I have him there too. But I, all I'm saying is, like, that's that's pretty crazy. What I don't you're know saying if anyone is at home so that. due to have a down year. 
yeah, okay, yeah, that's a good, <laughs> that's a way to look at it. Um, but yeah, so I don't know how he's done it. Um, but he has. It's Aaron Rodgers. Um, but this is the first. I think this is first year without like a, a actual number one. Like um, you know, because he's had he's had plenty of them. Had Tay. He had Joy Nelson. Um, he had uh the guy before him that hates him now. I forgot his name. Um, yeah, that's so, all I can remember, but. No, those two were pretty good for a long time. But um, exactly. don't sleep on Frank's boy, Alan Lazard, man. The Lazard team. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, <laughs> Alan Lazard, keep your eye out, has sneaky 1,000 yards and eight touchdowns. I'm book it. Yeah, so Frank, we had Rogers 11, then we just had Stafford 12. We don't really need to touch on him because you're if you if you want to – Have talk, we got the same top 12? Yes, we do have the same top 12. Okay. So that's pretty good. Yeah, look at um, us go, guys. That's good. Okay. 13, right. Frank. Yeah. So at 13, 14, and 15, we were all, um, you know, on point together, guys. We're all very, very intelligent, all right? So we went – we all had Trey Lance at 13. I think he's someone who could have, you know, he's got a really high ceiling where he could finish as a QB 13 because of inconsistency. You could see him have – Big blow up weeks and then games where defenses get on top of him and he struggles as no, a first year starter. And you know, he might get, you know, one or two rushing touchdowns one week and that's going to catapult him into, you know, the top five quarterback for the week. Then there's going to be other weeks where he throws for 150 yards and one touchdown. And you see guys like, you know, all the running backs back there rushing three touchdowns. So that's very possible as well. You might have Debo Vulture a rushing touchdown. So you could see something like that. But then he's also someone that could have that monster upside and finish as a top five quarterback. So he's quite a risky pick. If you get him late in the draft, I think it's definitely something you can stash. If you you know you get a late round quarterback, you get someone a bit safer, then you pair him with Trey Lance. So that could be a strategy going to your drafts. Um, number 14. Sorry, what was that, Joel? I have Trey Lance just looking at all our rankings. I have Trey Lance the highest. Uh, anyone want to bet me Trey Lance versus like some of these names? I do not. Stafford, Rogers. Rogers. I'm in on Trey Lance. He's going to be You're good. In on Trey Lance. So yeah, eighth, eighth round. He's going off at the eight oh three. You you're in. He just that. screams. This is Frank's boy, Jalen Hurts. He mo- doesn't even have to be good to be good. I yeah, no, I agree, hundred percent. I don't know. It's just me, but does Jimmy G still being there worry? Because if he's bad early, they'll turn back to Jimmy G. It, it's just in the back of my mind. It like, could be just oh, me. Is she going to be that negative? Like, <laughs> <geez. laughs> yeah. It scares me a little. Okay. Well, that's your opinion. Okay. Jeez. If, not, Trey, if Trey Lance um, is the man, then yeah, he's going to be a top five quarterback. So draft him with that upside, but take someone else, is what I'm saying. <laughs> like, can I. Oh, I don't. I I want to have a bet because no one wants to take me on any of Joe's ones. No, no. Let, let's go back to that. I'm, I'm going to interject. Yeah. I'll take Russell Wilson versus Joe Burrow. You'll take Russell. Oh, yep. give me yeah. How much? Yeah. Was twenty normal? All right, we'll go twenty. Charlie wants more. How much? How much can, do you? Have can I? Do? Can I go? Can I take um, Matthew Stafford for fifty, Frank? Against who? Joe. Nah. Damn. What about twenty? <laughs> Nah, I'm huh? good. You don't want any stuff. No, I don't want Joe no action. To I already took what some action Kyle, earlier. What about Kyler Murray versus Joe Burrow? Will you take that? I oh, will, yeah. That. Yeah, 20 bucks. Give me that. You can have that for both of us. 
Nah, no, I'm not. I'm not trying to bet my whole bank account here. Nah, wait. So are you gonna do it, Frank? Because if you're not gonna do it, I'll do Kyler versus versus Joe just just to do it. Nah, nah. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm in. Leave me alone. All right. So we got two. You're trying to do a podcast. Kyler and Russell Wilson versus Joe Burrow. What about Dak? Nah, I'm out of that one. Right. Yeah, done. All right, we'll lock those two in. Done. Uh, no, I'm 100% confident Dak and um, Wilson, but I'm not 100% confident on Kyle Murray. But I'll take it anyway. Back, my boy. Anyway, let's get back. Anyway. Let's get back into Trey Lance. I mean, do you have any hot fire Trey Lance takes? Because I'm a bit no. scared. Joel's uh, no, that's that's 100% a fair thing to be afraid of. Um, I'm not too scared of it. I think that uh, I don't think that they'll they're going to keep him for long as soon as like someone goes down, like a quarterback goes down. I don't know. Like last year, Fitzpatrick went down, you know, so someone's going to grab him. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Like I, I just can't see them retracting on what they did. Like I don't, he has to be like so bad. Like he has to be so, so, so bad for them to How go backwards. Jimmy Garoppolo though. That's no, what I no, I know. It's just, they've spent so much on, Trey they Lance. They like three first round picks to get the pick. They just they, they have to. They have to. They uh, if the only way is if he's like ten games in and I don't know. He's he's really bad. Like I, I can't I can't imagine how bad he has to be for them to be like okay scrap dra- the the draft picks we just took. Um, let's go back. So like uh, it's got like that, and it's like not out of the realm of possibility. He's not like. The best thing I've ever seen in my life, but he's he can run. Like he had a game last year, yeah, he man. he didn't pass, he didn't have any passing or rushing touchdown. He scored twenty points, he scored twenty fantasy points. So like he's he's just gonna score. Like it might be ugly, it might be disgusting, but um, it's you know just just hurts. It's just like hurts, you know. Then and in a four point passing touchdown league, he's gonna be up there just because of how much he runs, you know. So um, I definitely. Like I can see if people want him higher, fair enough. I'm not gonna do it. Like I, I don't, I don't think he's gonna score more than Rogers just because of the inconsistency. Um, but yeah, like I, you can't go wrong if you're you're drafting Trey Lance. But I definitely think if you can get Trey Lance and then maybe like, uh, like a Kirk Cousins or something or Derek Carr, that'd be awesome. Like in your redraft leagues, I think that's a great little backup there. Oh. Uh, um, I, I think you can make a case, you know, Kirk and Derek Carr score more than him. It's just up to how you... Uh, see, I, I can understand drafting Lance over Carr and Cousins. I mean, Carr and Cousins, you know what you're going to get. You know, exactly. It's, it's driving with a seatbelt on, it's, you know. Yeah. Um, it's really safe. It's Which boring. Which the next, next two guys are. Yeah, um, well, I was about to say, speaking of, at 14 and 15, both the consensus ranks and the Frankings had... Derek Carr of 14, Kirk Cousins of 15. I think these are two guys are going to benefit from the offseason that's happened for them. Derek Carr obviously getting um, Devontae Adams from the Green Bay Packers. Then we also had Kirk Cousins, um, that new offensive coordinator and new offensive coach. Um, that whole regime in Minnesota seems to be that they're going to be feeding the ball to their receivers. I think they're going to get, you know, obviously get Justin Jefferson heavily involved. He, you know, very well could be the wide receiver one. He's being drafted as such. And same with Adam Thielen. I think he's still going to be very good this year. Irv Smith coming back. Um, you know, obviously, Darwin Cook's very proficient in the passing game. I think that offense is going to be good as it always sort of is. It's going to be top half of the NFL with Kirk Cousins under center. Um, obviously, not someone I see can finish inside the top five. But like you guys said, you know what you're going to get. 
I think the same thing applies with Derek Carr at 14 as well. He's someone that's had a supporting cast upgrade over the offseason. Hopefully they get Darren Waller back nice and healthy. Um, he's going to be someone that won't miss a beat. You know, someone's going to throw for you for probably 25, 30 touchdowns. It's going to be quite consistent week to week, um, but does isn't going to have that tremendous upside. Some of these guys have got a bit of rushing um, capability. So I think that having those guys there was um, great work by us, guys. We're on the same wavelength here. Uh, I got nothing to add. If you, like, it's real boring. They, they're not going to disappoint you. They're not going to be awesome. They're going to be fine. Exactly right. And at number sixteen in the rankings, you guys are going to love this one, especially you, Joel. I have Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa oh, at sixteen. Fuck. Oh, Gross. Now let, let me explain, and then I'll let you guys explain, and you can tell me where you guys have him in the consensus ranks. So I've got Tua at sixteen. With eyeballs. Yeah, that's that's what that's all you need to do. I think use my eyeballs. I think. If there's one thing Tua can do at the NFL level, and I think it it is that he can be accurate within ten within zero and twenty to thirty yards downfield. Outside of that, he's not a great deep ball thrower, and I think we've seen that through his first two years in the NFL. If he can improve on that, obviously he'll be a much safer pick. Thankfully, he has some of the best receiving options in the NFL. Both guys who not only can get open at the line of scrimmage downfield, create separation, but they're guys who excel better than almost anyone else in the NFL um, after the catch. So if he can get the ball in the hands of Tyreek Hill at the line of scrimmage and get the hands the ball in the hands of Jalen Waddle, they're going to be able to make plays after the catch, and that's going to negate some of the, you know, some of the skill that Tua might not have throwing the ball deep. Um, obviously, if he's developed that part of the game, it's going to be another bonus his way. They've re-signed Mike Kosecki as well. So he's tied in. So they've got an option in the red zone there. And then they've also signed Chase Edmonds, who's a very capable pass catcher. I think the offense as a whole, with the new regime that they're going to be brought in, is going to be too good for Tua to not be a top 20 quarterback. Uh, I'm just going to jump right in before you guys go, just because. Um, yeah, before Joel starts yelling and screaming <laughs> and crying. Just because and... I've got uh, I've got Tua at 17 um, instead of 16, and I can. Uh, oh, I can so it's case. the Amors who have brought the Tua ranking right, right down. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, it is. Yeah, you were the reason Tua made our top 20. No, Virgil had him. There. Well, them too, and I hate you both because of it. <laughs> no, I just I just think he's with with the Waddle and. Um, Tyreek Hill. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I can throw the ball. I, I don't. I don't think he's good. He's good. I don't think he's good. But I just can't see that those guys are just so good. Like he's just gonna. He's just gonna get there. Just you just have to throw the ball to Tyreek Hill on a screen pass. Yeah, you and he's got wheels. Look me in my eyes. Do you think someone would win a fantasy title with Tua as their quarterback? No, I, I don't. I'm not saying that. Got him at 16, I, not two. Drafting. Just huh? fuck that. Tua sucks. Don't draft him. Listeners, listen to me. Only person on the pod to win a title. Don't draft Tua. <laughs> you're telling me you're in a 12-team super flex draft and you're not going to take Tua at quarterback 16. You'd rather no. take someone else at quarterback 24. No, I, you know, everyone's got to start two quarterbacks in those leagues. I'd rather roll out a wide receiver. That's who you'd rather roll out. Yeah. <laughs> you'd rather roll out. You would rather draft Tua than the potential of Justin Fields and Trevor Lawrence. Yes, yes, I would. Oh, Justin Fields, hundred percent. Justin Fields, hundred percent. So, 
just for the listeners who can't see the rankings, um, Burjo actually, like Frank, had tour at 15. Charliam had tour at 17. Uh, I personally had tour at 22. And Andrew had tour at 24, which... So, wait, before, before you keep going, you have him ranked... So he played 13 games last season, and yep. he finishes QB 26. Yeah. So you get you he plays a full season, and he gets Tyree Kill. He only goes up two, three spots. That's I what you guys are saying. I have a lot of quarterbacks who would have probably finished lower than 26, so I think bounce way higher than uh, Tua. Give me okay. all of the second-year quarterbacks over Tua. Okay. Trevor Lawrence, Fields, Mack. Zach Wilson, who's the other guy? Trey Lance. Give me them all over to her. Yeah, I don't can't see Can't get any... around all of them. Why not? Well, let me, let me get to those num- let me get to those numbers and I can make a case. Well, I personally that in my rankings, I have all of them above Tua. I just think the dude sucks. Even if you think they don't have it, Frank, even if you think they suck, their potential is better than Tua's potential. <laughs> What's Tua going to be? Quarterback 21? Here, have a fucking medal. What's that getting you? I just think he could get... I think he's going to give you... If you play in a two-quarterback league and he's throwing the ball to Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle, he's not going to finish outside of the top 20. They are going to score too many points. This offense is going to be good enough where they're going to drag Tua kicking and screaming to around about the quarterback 15. Here's a question for you, Frank. Do you think... Tua would bang his mum's best friend. <laughs> <laughs> it's his best friend's mum. You've messed this up four times on the pod already, Joel. Just laugh every time. I can't get it out. But you, <laughs> Tua is he's just he doesn't even run. He doesn't run. He doesn't have he has the arm strength of me. Yeah, facts. Oh, it's just, Joel is not strong. <laughs> <laughs> he's just not inspiring. Yeah, it doesn't do it for me. Frank, will you bet me a tour bet? Or no, nah, yeah, I'm not bet? putting my money on Tua Tagovailoa. That is for sure. <laughs> Ranking him here is one thing. Putting my hard end dollars on the line is another. Like the thing was, Tua was meant to like he could move, couldn't he, in college? And he doesn't even run anymore. Like it's just I I hate the pick. I I hate it. New coaching staff, Andrew. Yeah, but the coaching staff has <laughs> run it. Yeah, they. They want the like Jimmy Garoppolo. They want the Jimmy Garoppolo experience. Yeah, that's exactly what they want. Do you want Jimmy Garoppolo in your fantasy team? Last year's Jimmy Garoppolo. You drafted him? I yes. am not. Well, you've drafted him at 15, apparently, here. And the Dolphins might win a lot of games. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying Tua won't be a success on the field. He just sucks at football and fantasy. That's all I'm saying. I guess I guess we'll have to wait and see on that just, one, guys. Just say Jimmy G was a uh, QB seventeen. Oh, really? That's interesting, Charlene. Yes, yes, that really is. It's almost as if put there. It's almost Jimmy could be better than Tua. Facts, facts. <laughs> We're not going to win this argument, Charlene. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, no, I, 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 I'm not. I don't like him. I don't like him. I just think you can't not score points with Tyreek Hill. Like you just can't. You've got him ranked above like Trevor Lawrence. What's up with that? Trevor Lawrence oh, has one right. bad year and you just hate the football Jesus. The football no, I just, Jesus. He doesn't well, have Tyreek Hill. <laughs> let's talk about the football Jesus. Consensus rankings has him at quarterback 16. I Thanks. have him buried at quarterback 21. Now, let what? me explain. 
I've got him well, outside of my top 20. So have you got I, have, Jacob, I have Trevor Lawrence outside of my top 20. Obviously, what we saw this past season, I don't think that is what we're going to be expecting from Trevor Lawrence for the rest of his career. I think he could develop into a good quarterback. However, I don't think we can have him ahead of guys that have either shown that they've got rushing upside or shown that they've been able to produce at a higher level than what Trevor Lawrence has shown us thus far. They've then tried to address his lack of weapons by giving Christian Kirk one of the most overpaid, ridiculous contracts I've ever seen. I don't believe Christian Kirk is the kind of player that's going to elevate Trevor Lawrence to the point where he's going to be a top 16 quarterback. I just don't see it happening. I don't see the Jacksonville Jaguars offense taking a big enough step forward like I see from someone like Tua and that Miami Dolphins offense being able to take a step forward to then propel the quarterback into that range. That's why I've got him outside of my top 21. Outside of he's the football Jesus, Joel, do you have any sort of evidence that suggests that he should be ranked ahead of someone like Tua? Or you've got him ranked ahead of Justin Fields. You've got him ranked ahead of um, Jameis Winston as well in this one. The team doesn't have to be good to be like good at fan, to be the quarterback to be good at fantasy. The team doesn't have to be good. I'll help you out. Two words, Frank. Urban Meyer. I mean, come on now. He's not there. Like, let's, let's go. Is Doug Peterson let's go. the a guru or do we? He made, he made Nick Foles made... good. No, the... and Carson, Carson Wentz. Wentz. Yeah, there's your argument. Either, either one. Carson Wentz sucks. He was going to be the MVP. He was going to be the MVP, yeah. Um, so, yeah, anyway, before we all get hot and bothered. Um, this was where it was going to get interesting. We should have started here. Anyway, <laughs> uh, the consensus had T-Law, Justin Fields, uh, T-Law at 16, Fields at 17, Jameis at 18, Tour at 19. Hey. Mac Jones at 20. Frank, let us know your last five, and then we can just argue for the last bit. All right. So right after Tour at 16, I had Justin Fields at 17 at the same spot as you guys. Well done, everyone. We can all, we can yeah. all get in a circle and sing kumbaya. All right. At 18, I had your boy, Joel. At 18 was Mac Jones. You guys Good had round. him at 20. I believe it's probably the other guys in the group bringing down that ranking. It couldn't have been I you, had Joel. Yeah. So, and then I'm going to start with at 20, I've got none other than Daniel Jones of the New York football giants. I'm going to quickly make my case there. Brian Dayball over to the New York giants, Daniel Jones. He just runs the ball when you think he shouldn't. And you're like, you see a wide open player and you're like, you're going to get a 30 yard completion here. Instead just drops the head, starts running and he just puts up fantasy points. When he's been on the field and not hurt, which has been very few and far between in recent times, he actually produces decent fantasy numbers. And with the new coaching staff in with the likes of Kadarius Tony, Wondell Robinson, hopefully Kenny Golladay can be even a shadow of his former self. You've also got Saquon Barkley being 100% healthy. They should be getting him more involved in the passing game by all reports. I think Daniel Jones is just going to be able to put up enough fantasy points. He's going to give you, you know, three plus, four plus, five plus rushing touchdowns. Um, and it's just going to get him inside of that top 20 for me. So that's why I've got him yep. there. We're with you on dimes. It was Burjo that had him at like 25. So, Burjo, yeah, happy birthday. So, but you suck. Yeah, I what's believe that dimes didn't make our top 20. Mm. Burjo right. hates Zach Wilson too. Yeah, I also had Zach Wilson quite low. He was at 26. That's why he hasn't made my rankings cool. either. Um, I just Zach you before. 21. Banged his friend's mum or something. <laughs> I think you got it right. 
Did I get it right? <laughs> now, there's um, one here that I'm going to get a lot of hate for, and um, I'm just going to come out and say it. I've got uh, none other than the Washington Commanders quarterback, Carson Wentz, at quarterback 19. I want you guys to think. <laughs> Not even you believe this. No, no, I, I do. No, I wasn't happy about it. And I, and I owned him in fantasy. I still own him in fantasy. And I owned why. him in fantasy last That's season, why. right? Is that why he's so high? That's now, would why. you believe? Would you believe me if I said Carson Wentz threw for thirty-five hundred yards, twenty-seven touchdowns, and only seven interceptions last year, and finished as the quarterback fourteen with. Jonathan Taylor being the most heavily utilized running back in the entire NFL and his only legitimate receiver is Michael Pittman. Now he goes over to the Washington commanders who have obviously not as good an offensive line as the Colts did. You could argue the coaching staff isn't as good, but I believe in um, Ron Rivera personally. Um, But then the weapons he's got is Terry McLaurin. I personally think Terry McLaurin's a better player than Michael Pittman hasn't probably lived up maybe as much as an alpha as what Michael Pittman was last year. But then they've added Jahan Dotson in the first round. And then they've also got Curtis Samuel coming back. So I think he's got a better receiving call than he did in Indi- in then in Indianapolis. And he finishes a quarterback 14 last year. So you can't just drop him out, you know, well past 20 where you guys have got him at. Let me see. You guys have got him at consensus 26. He finished as a quarterback 14 last year with a worse supporting cast. So now I'm willing to listen on willing to listen on why you've got him that low. Um, Who wants it? I mean, Charlene, you haven't spoken in a while. You have at it. Oh, uh, yeah, come on, bring it, bring it. Let's go. <laughs> Where's Charlene drinking? He doesn't have him in the top 20. Yeah, God, you didn't even rank him. <laughs> I didn't even rank Carson Wentz. Did I yeah. not? Rightfully so. Get him out. <laughs> um, look, I just uh, Colts that have like one of the best. Scroll that far down. <laughs> the Colts didn't has a top three offensive line or something like that. Um, I think that's the main thing because uh, when Wentz has to be running around and making making stuff happen for himself, he sucks. Um, he's and <laughs> he's so bad. And. Uh, and as much as you know, I want him to be good because of Terry. I just, uh, I just don't want to uh, get my hopes up or anything. So I think that's probably why I didn't even rank him by accident. Um, just so, just for my mind to be at ease. But look, he's, he's just the quarterbacks that I got ranked ahead of him. I just like them a lot more, like Fields, Mac Jones, uh, even Danny Dimes. Like I just think they have way Frank, higher yeah, upside. Frank, those three names you'd rather leave your draft with Carson Wentz than those three names, Shalim said. Yes well, or no. If you were paying attention, Andrew, I have Justin Fields and Mac Jones ranked ahead of Carson Wentz. I have Daniel Jones one slot below Carson Wentz. So what I think you can Zach? cut me some slack there. Zach we can talk Wilson. about um we can talk about Trevor Lawrence, who you guys have yeah. well ahead, which is fair enough. But you guys have also got Jameis Winston at 18. Jameis Winston is someone I have at 22 outside of my top. Oh, I want to talk oh, to you about so, that. Yeah. If you want to walk through that one. This is all Charlie and Virgo. I have no, even you have him high. I have to be, I have, I had Carson Wentz above, I had Baker and Tannehill. I had them. I didn't, I like Charlene, didn't have him inside my top 25. So this Jameis Winston love is all these other three. I'm with you. That's crazy. One thing you got right low on Jameis, he sucks. Who wants Fields versus Jameis? I'll take Fields versus Oh, James. God. Can I, I can't have enough on that. 
right, and we'll go Big twenty up, bucks. Twenty bucks. Yeah, with, Al- with no Alvin Kamara for six weeks, that's cash. <laughs> Put it in. Put it in. <laughs> I do not like Fields. I don't like Fields at all. Oh well, yeah, well I don't like Jameis. <laughs> what do you mean? Like Eighteen. I mean, I had him eighteen, but I don't like. <laughs> Uh, oh, my argument for being anti Jameis is they just don't want to throw the ball. Like they, they want to play. Chris Olave, though. It's so strange. Yeah, but that bloke, it doesn't matter. Like he had all these awesome weapons in Tampa Bay and he wasn't a good. It's not like he's a good quarterback. They want he wasn't a good quarterback, but he was a good fantasy quarterback. Now he's not even a good fantasy quarterback because they don't let him just drop back a million times. And well, sleep. your argument is he doesn't have Alvin Kamara. What else are they supposed to do? Run the ball thirty times with a James Tony Tony Brooks Jr. Yes, hey, they, they fucking will. They will run the no, ball. They're not. They only have to be Malkins and, and Four Eyes Tony Jones. That's they exactly do it. What, what? Who's in their secondary that they have to beat? No one. <laughs> they don't have to. They have to score like. 13 points. Here's, a, here's <laughs> one for fantasy. If you play with kickers, draft Will Lutz because they'll be kicking a shitload of field goals. The Saints were unwatchable in spots. Oh, last year. Like, so hard. Yeah, to... he didn't play. They were hard to watch when he was playing. <laughs> yeah, I, I understand he that, threw but the man ball had like no 20 one. times man a game. They no threw the ball one. the least he about any time. No he takes away the game to. where he had like a touchdown. He had no one to throw to. Like, he actually has weapons. Like, if, if Mike Thomas doesn't even play, he, he still has Alave and Jarvis Landry. They're not inspiring. Huh? You don't know that. Really? And yeah, another thing about Jameis is he might get Michael Thomas back, you know? So it just it just makes it a, just even better for him. So like, and I've seen him with weapons. He might throw 30 picks, but I don't know. I think that's behind him. That's, that's just me. I just think his upside is very high. Your argument shouldn't be he's not going to throw 30 picks anymore because he's just not going to throw 30 touchdowns with the 30 picks. Like, they're not going to let him throw the ball more than, like, 28 times a game. My might's being, like, generous. Like, you look at these totals from early last season, which I think that's what we know they wanted to do. They threw the ball 20, 22, 21, and 23 times in the first four weeks of the I, season. I, the reason there I don't think go. that's a good argument is because man had no one to throw to. Of course, yeah, they're not going to want him to throw the ball. But the, oh, the biggest, the, the, bi- <laughs> the biggest, the biggest takeaway for me is he didn't turn the ball over, and he actually played well. I mean, yeah, but like, listen to the yardage totals: 148, 111, 128, 226. Like, if you don't get like insane efficiency numbers, you're just going to be like disappointed. I don't know. I think those, Joel's hitting him uh, with the facts right here. You've got nothing. <laughs> don't worry, Joel. You won. <laughs> I just, I, I don't know. There's a lot of, there's a lot of people coming back into the offense. I, don't, I, I don't think it's going to be possible to not throw for over 150 a game. Did you say he yeah. lost Sean Payton too? Oh yeah, good call. Yeah. He lost Sean Payton too. <laughs> good coach, that I guy. Think, I hear. Hey, yeah, he is a good coach. I, I they're going to be. I, I understand they're going to be defensive mind. I'm not saying this man's going to be top ten. I just what don't the, think he's. What about the A twenty? Does that bother you? No, it's the quarterback. Bother me a little bit, wouldn't it? <laughs> I don't know. Where did where did Joe Shiesty finish last year? <laughs> Do you think he's as good as Joe Burrow? No, well, no one's as good as Joe Burrow. your first problem. All right, digging yourself a hole here. What do I want to finish anyway. this show on? 
is someone that you guys personally have ranked outside of your top 20 that you think could be a sneaky shot at finishing inside, should I say top 15 or should I say top 12? Or should we really call our shots here? Someone that's ranked outside your top 20, but you could see them, it's possible for them to finish inside your top 12. I'll go last and I'm going to hope that you guys don't mention someone, all right? So quickly scamper through your rankings here. Find someone that you like the look of that you think, I just couldn't find a way to rank him higher, but you got a good feeling. Um, I, I'll, I had Jared Goff at 22. Um, good name. I don't That's hate what I was going to choose. Okay, so the consensus, we'll lock in Jared yeah. Goff. Frank. Um, I just think he's, he's got weapons, you know, he's... He's got a he's got a hot missus. He knows what he's doing back there. So um Jared Detroit Goff. Lions are gonna be a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think they 100%. will. I think they're kind of an underrated team. I don't know what their over-unders in in terms of game wins, but I mean it's they're giving you like four and a half, three and a half, or four and a half. I mean, I don't hate it personally. It's a seventeen game season. With I think good weapons five games. With good weapons, Jared Goff is good. We've seen well, he's not good, but like, you know, you can he's get it done. He's not bad. Yeah. He also needs good coaching, but I don't know if we're going to, we'll see if we're going to get that good offensive I reckon coaching. That I think Campbell their coach is good. I actually Campbell like their coach. Yeah. But I don't know heart. if he's a good offensive coach. It doesn't have to be. He has heart. But, oh, um, actually, the obvious answer to this is Deshaun Watson. Ah, uh, nice. 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 <laughs> That's a cop-out answer, but I like it from you, Joel. Yeah. Um, but Frank, to answer your question, I don't know who your player is, but Ryan Tannehill, Matt Ryan, don't inspire me. Davis Mills, shout out Davis Mills. He could he could be a sneaky. What one. about Troops? He plays a full season. Definitely, yeah, Troops. He could finish inside. Troops. I don't know about top twelve. Even if he plays a whole season, I don't know about top twelve. Charlene, yeah, who's your great. guy? Who's your sneaky uh, QB? I think 12? it's I think it's a go- QB twelve. I think it's Goff, and then. Um, that's it. <laughs> Maybe Zuma Zach. But ah, my, my, that's, who, that's who my name was, Zuma Zach. With he's getting some, you know, serious talent in Garrett Wilson. He's already got Elijah Moore, Corey Davis coming back. That's a quite an underrated and solid wide receiver core. They've also added um CJ Uzama at tight end. They added Bryce Hall out of the backfield. They've still got Michael Carter there. Their offensive yep. line figures to be more improved. And if Zuma Zach can take the next level and be as good as um, you know, they intend him to be on draft day. I mean, there's a chance that he could be, you know, a top 12 quarterback. I know you'd love to hear that, Joel. I couldn't pick Zach Wilson. Joel had him at 18, so. Yeah. You know, Um, shout out. Yeah. Otherwise, I would have said it. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. Big Zach Wilson guy. Breakout incoming. Yeah, we know you are, Joel. It's okay. You don't need to reiterate all the time. If he's good, though, my team's going to be awesome. I have Bryce Hall. (laughs) Bryce Hall. Hilarious. Oh, Uh, no. So I'm going to be awesome. And Zach Wilson. Imagine that triple great stack if the Jets are good. Oh. All right. And just to close the pod, um, who are we drafting? So, like, I know we've, we've yeah, ranked good, them. Good. But, like, who do you leave drafts with at your quarterback? I'll start. I like Lamar and I like Prescott. Any, anyone else want to uh Yeah, so floor? based on this, like the consensus, I will be leaving a lot of my drafts with Russell Wilson. Um, the, like we consensus had him at 10, uh, I had him at six. So yeah, I'll be leaving a lot of drafts with that. Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray, Dak Prescott area, just below the big sort of four or five. And then just above your, um, you know, your Aaron Rodgers, Matt Stafford's of the world and Trey Lance. So I can see me leaving. A lot yeah. Of 
I completely agree with um, what you've just said, Joel. So you're obviously going to have, I think, depending on your league, you're going to have the likes of Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, possibly Kyler Murray um, in that category as well, going, you know, inside your first three or four rounds. And I feel like you really hit the sweet spot between, you know, round six, seven, eight, where you can land someone like Dak Prescott, Russell Wilson. For me, it's Matthew Stafford as well, Joe Burrow, Tom Brady, even Aaron Rodgers, you know, rounds out that back tier, that back end of that tier. So I think if you go slightly later on quarterback, you get a bit more of an upgrade at your wide receiver and running back positions than you do with the drop-off at quarterback. So that's what I'd be doing. I think that's the sweet spot for me personally. Charlene, we already know you're going to say, yep, take Joe Burrow. You know, what is he going in the fifth round, sixth round? Do you have anything else to say? Probably not. No, I, I, uh, like, even though I think Joe is going to finish in top five, I think that's where you're drafting him. And that's, I don't like doing that with quarterbacks. Um, I don't like getting value for the same, like, you're not getting any value drafting him where you he's going to finish. Um, so uh, for me, uh, I'll be leaving my drafts with, I reckon I'm going to have a lot of Hurts, have a lot of um, Trey Lance, and then number one is Dak Prescott. Um, I think he's got heaps of value there. Um, people are just forgetting about him. I think it's just, uh, it, you know, people think he's losing Mari Cooper. Might be a big deal for others, but it's not a big deal for me. I think he's still going to be... Still going to be a top 10 quarterback easy. Going back to the monster mock. So we had Andrew left the draft with Lamar Jackson at the end of the fourth, start of the fifth. Burjo actually took Trey Lance in the ninth. Um, Frank did take Russell Wilson in the middle of the eighth. Charlene, as he said, would get a lot of Jalen Hurts. Got him in the sixth. And yeah, I took Kyler Murray at the end of the fifth. So... That we seems practice like... what we preach, people. We practice what yeah. we preach. No need to take Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and Patrick Mahomes inside your first three rounds. It's just not necessary. Dro, grab that second tier of good quarterbacks and um, win fantasy titles. That's it. I think that's a good way to finish things up. So I want to thank you guys for being on here today. Have a lovely night, and we will catch you next time. Thank you for listening to the Fantasy Addict Podcast. Follow the podcast on Instagram at NFL Fantasy Addict and be sure to subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts or Spotify to make sure you don't miss a second of the action.